Hey, yo, Mr. Bryce, you know who it is. It's Ben Drebergen from season 35 and season 40. Just calling to check in, make sure those purple pants are back to podcasting and bringing the positivity because the world needs more positivity. And you are the shining light in the darkness, my friend. So keep it up. Wait, wait, hold up. What time is it? It's a, it's a, it's a purple pants podcast. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. The Purple Pants Podcast. You let listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. And welcome to this week's episode of the Purple Pants Podcast. I am your host, Bryce Isaiah, and I'm excited for another week of It's a Purple Pants Podcast. Welcome back to my Purple Pants Posse, and welcome to all of our new listeners. I'm so excited that you have joined us for another poppin' episode. But wait, wait, wait. Before we get started, you know I gotta ask a favor. If you guys could be so kind to please subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, you know, hit that subscribe button. If you could make sure you write a review, give your baby boy some five stars. You know your baby boy loves the five stars. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell its friend to tell a friend that we popping on the Purple Pants Podcast. Now, what's the tea? Fill your baby boy in. What's everyone been up to? How's everyone holding up? Summer is heating up. In Philadelphia, it was like a high of 95 a couple of days. Baby boy was sweating, and I've been lazy. I haven't gone in my basement to get my air conditioning out because I've been trying to, like, you know, take a cool shower at night and let the fans cool your baby boy off. But I hope everyone's been staying safe and doing well. What I've been up to, you know, you know, you know, busy as a quarantine B, 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 busy as a quarantine B. Oh, I feel like I need to make that a song. What y'all think? Come on, sing it with me. Busy as a quarantine B, B. <laughs> Let me stop because y'all know I'm crazy. I go on for 30 minutes just saying busy as a quarantine B, B. But seriously, your boy has been busy. Uh, another crazy week for me. You know, we hosted our panel of Tribes and Tribulation that I actually will talk about in the menu this week. It's also the end of the month. So baby boy had to make sure all of his monthly paperwork for my full time job was in. And then, you know, this weekend I took an impromptu trip to Brooklyn with a couple of friends to celebrate a friend's birthday. So it was really fun, really hectic all over the place. But during this COVID and quarantine time, it is it was like so good for me to like just get out. Out, sit in a car, travel an hour and a half to go to Brooklyn to have a social distance event was just so much fun and it like really made me think like wow baby boy you ain't been nowhere in such a long time then it also made me sad because this is around the time that one of my friends Travis is his birthday and we always try to go away for his birthday and my birthday and we had a trip planned that we had to cancel so it kind of like sucked but it was still good to just get out and get friends get not get friends but see friends child I like to get some friends too but you know just to to see people that you have not seen in a long time and I feel like it, it goes a long way like physical contact like just being around even if you're not in close proximity but just being around other people and like getting to vibe off of other people's energy just you know me I'm a people watcher I wish you know whenever we talk about like superheroes and like if you could have a superhero power if you could fly if you could freeze things my superhero power I always say is I would love invisibility I will go to a mall you know once the world back open up again and just sit and like the food court or sit by the door and just be invisible and just like watch the interactions of people I don't know why for me that's just like I just always loved I like I always sometimes like people are like are you staring 
can't get me all love. No, I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I really do just love to observe people and like their natural habitat to see like what people do. So if I could be invisible, I would. Now I don't know what my name would be. Invisible man. Bryce Isaiah the invisible. Or baby boy is invisible. So I don't know. But you know, baby boy would be invisible is what I'm basically saying. Anyway, I'm excited, excited, excited for this week's episode. So listen, let me give you the rundown of what is popping on this week's episode. On this week's episode, we've got the church announcements. On the menu this week, I've got tribes and tribulations. I've got voiceovers. I've got summer and COVID-19. I've got an update on Bubba Wallace. We've got our purple pants premonitions. We've got purple pants picks, advice with Bryce, Bob's message, and freak of the week. So what you waiting for? You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. For this week's church announcements, I just have one church announcement and I just want to spend some time to talk about the petition that has been floating around that a lot of the African-American survivors have come together to ask for change in the survivor community. Um, The petition is on sign.moveon.org and the petition is a petition for anti-racism action by Survivor Entertainment Group. And so I want to just talk about it just a little bit. So the petition calls for BIPOC which is black, indigenous, and people of color to have more opportunities and better portrayals of BIPOC in front of the camera, behind the scenes, and accountability. Some of the things we mean by in front of the camera, we'd like to see more people of color in front of the camera, but not just more of us. We want better stories. We don't always want to see the the angry black woman. We don't always want to see the angry black man. We want to see the African-American male in the hero role. We want to see better portrayals of our stories and the way by telling a better story of us is having people that look like us behind the cameras. Uh, and we mean production crew. We may be a black psychiatrist, marketing, interviews, after shows, a lot of the after shows that they have that have been done by poverty and other people, but never really like a person of color. Like, you know, I can interview people, but you know, just better stories. We even want it in casting and in the executive level, uh, executive level as well. Also, accountability. We'd like an open and continued discussion of diversity, equity, inclusion, and in a public statement. And we'd like to know their plans moving forward. So if this is something that you can get behind, I encourage you to take a look at the petition, possibly sign it, and tell a friend to tell a friend. I will list the petition below in the description box on this podcast, and I also will tweet it out so that you can take a look at it. So I think this is very important. It's important for me because I love the show Survivor. You guys know I get on this podcast and I scream about Survivor and I want Survivor to be around for another 20 years. And I feel like in order for it to be around for another 20 years, Survivor has to adapt to the new culture. And I truly believe Survivor has been a leader above the reality TV shows that are out there now. And I want Survivor to continue to be a leader and champion above and set the bar high for these other reality TV shows that, you know, diversity and inclusion is very much so important. You know, I love Survivor. I want to see it around and I I, I want to help them grow. And so this for me is doing my part as I find my voice here on the Purple Pants podcast and I speak unapologetically about how I feel and my passions. And so I hope that you guys can listen and I hope that you guys can read it and sign it and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. 
And that's going to conclude this week's church announcements. Now let's get into this podcast. It's a man who, it's a man you, meat and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who, it's a man you, meat and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. All right, jump in the menu right off. I want to just talk about my experience on Tribes and Tribulations, which was last Friday, June 26th. And it was a conversation of the African-American reality television experience. And it hosted a variety of Survivor players. We had Ramona from season one. We had Russell Swan. We had Jamal Shipman. We had Julia Carter. We had myself. Wendell Holland and Jatia and it was really a great experience for us not just to talk about the issues that we see uh, going on in Survivor but really more of a call to action and you know for us to kind of talk about our experience that we experience how and why we would like to see a difference and really kind of laying out steps that Survivor can really take to create change in the show. And for me, it was definitely a surreal kind of like situation because I'll be honest, like, you know, in the survivor community, there is fear of backlash, like people like speaking out somewhat against survivor, you know, everyone that's played survivor, they want to play survivor again. And I don't think I've ever been coy in the fact that I want to play survivor again. I'd love to show what I'm about for real, for real this time. And so there definitely is a fear among a lot of contestants that if I speak out, if I, if I don't a hundred and necessarily, uh, agree with Survivor, then I'll, I'll be blackballed and I'll never be able to play again. And so I fear that. Um, however, I, I, I want to speak unapologetically and truthful. And I, I don't feel like my truth uh, threatens them. I feel like my truth can help them. And that's kind of like how we wanted to host and have the kind con- and curate the conversation, um, not from a negative standpoint, but from a strength based approach from like, here is a problem. Here are some solutions. And we love to be at the table to help talk about it. And so for me, I got emotional talking because I talked about on Tribes and Tribulations that I was the first openly gay black player to play Survivor. And, you know, I am speaking out and using my voice because I want the next openly gay black player to play. I want him to shine. And so just in that moment of talking on that panel, I got emotional. Like, you know, tears kind of sort of came from my eyes. And I it's just you never really know the passion that you have. And again, as I am, you know, I feel like I am. I have blindfolds on and I'm feeling my way in the dark as I truly find my voice here on this podcast, it was just very liberating for me to like speak my truth again, unapologetic about like how anybody might felt. And it just was to to be received so well and know, to know that people were listening and know that people cared. It just really meant a lot for me. And, you know, for me, it, it means a lot for me and my community as an African-American male and as a gay male. Like, you know, I, I want to see my communities better. I want to see better portrayals of the African-American community. I want to see better portrayals of the LGBTQ community. And I don't think that that's a lot to ask for. I, I feel that, you know, it's something that's important. And a lot of the times we get complacent or we're scared to speak up and I don't want to be scared to speak up and I I don't want to like fear that I might jeopardize me playing again who knows I might not I might not never play again however if that's the case then that's fine but I want to make sure that I speak up for that young gay black boy that's watching me that's like you know oh my god because for me I've never seen a player like myself on Survivor and so I have to think about those young boys and girls that are looking up to me saying like 
wow, look at Bryce. And I want to make them proud. Like, you know, I want to make sure that I can sleep at night to know that I'm doing the best that I can do for my community. And it's just such a weird place for me because like I never just and and finding my voice and finding like, you know, who I am and truly standing and what I believe in. And I have to just show some love to my Purple Pants posse because y'all have been tremendous help in me just finding my footing and like really like cheering me on to say like, baby boy, keep going. We want to hear from you because, you know, when I started this podcast almost a year ago, can you believe the Purple Pants podcast is getting ready to come up on its year anniversary but when I started this podcast a year ago I didn't want to talk about controversy subjects I didn't want to like you know I didn't want to like you know ruffle the feathers I just wanted to go with the status quo and as you know the more comfortable I got in this podcast and the more things that I saw going on I felt I had to speak out and I just felt like I had to just you know my my opinion matters and I am just so thankful that my purple pants posse y'all have my back like we go together and y'all really support me and so it just was so important for me just to be a just to be a part of that conversation of tribes and tribulations and just to speak my truth I just it truly warms my heart to know that I could be myself my true self and not be judged for it because such a long time growing up um, and you know me figuring out who I am my identity I always felt like people won't accept me and I I still sometimes feel that way today Uh, but just I always felt that way and I I just you know I got teased in school I would come home I would get teased by my brothers and I, I really went into this like bubble of a shell and I can remember at elementary school I was so outgoing I was so like you know I'm the Bryce that you see now was like you know third grade Bryce and then you know fourth fifth sixth grade I started getting teased and when I went into high school I completely tried to in my mind transform who I was I was not the same person and I it was like my high school years were like horrible for me at times and so I remember when after college I was like I never want to go back to that person that was like hiding who I am or not being authentically true to myself and it's almost reminiscent of this podcast a little bit like where I I I was scared to like let my full self out and so it's just so important to me that to just be myself and just like you know let my light shine and be unapologetically me and I, I shouldn't have to apologize for me being myself and again I've been saying and I've been saying and I've been saying representation matters and you know me speaking out and people reacting to that getting emails calling me telling me like how much me speaking out means to them I can't even tell y'all how that makes me feel how it, it's just like wow like am I again I'm in the dark with a blindfold on look at with my hands out like finding the wall and I, I I truly believe that I'm on the right path to something and that representation matters and that like I matter and my voice matters and your voice matters purple pants posse and it's important for us to recognize that and which is why i just feel like tribes and tribulations was such a good panel it was like well hosted we hit hit a variety of different topics and we just didn't talk about what like what our issues were we had a call to action and i think that that's important and if you guys have not checked out tribes and tribulation i'll be sure to put the link in the information box below in this podcast but we're gonna keep this podcast rolling so next on the menu i've got voiceovers and i know some of you be like what you mean voiceovers you know like tv shows like the simpson and the family guy the actors that play the actual characters of the voiceovers well listen big bag we got some tea that dropped okay according to buzzfeed the simpsons 
will no longer have white actor voice non-white characters, the producer stated. Now listen, this comes five months after Hank Azaria announced he would no longer voice over Apu. Okay, now that's interesting. And I think that this would a, a great time to talk about this and especially with the movement that we have going on in our country and even kind of mimic some of the things that we're saying in our petition that like, you know, we just don't want people in front of the camera. We want behind the cameras and then let that sink in for y'all. Okay, we have in this country actors that are white playing non-white characters, people of color characters. And we, when we think about this and when we even talk about when I was talking to you guys about last week when I was talking with Zeke and we were talking about the show Disclosure and we saw how in television in the early days they had white actors in blackface and now we look at blackface and we're like totally disgusted by anybody that ever was in blackface and I wonder if this will come a point in our country when we look back and be like why were people that were not black or people of color why were they not playing the roles in these cartoons and in these Simpsons and like when you take a a deep look at that like yes and we talk about opportunity for people like what a great job that would have been for a person of color you know a person of Indian descent to play Apu or it's just like we we don't have a seat at the table like they've got people playing that for us however why I'm so happy about this movement going on because people are waking up people are speaking out about it and you know not only are they speaking out about it these actors that are playing these jobs they are stepping away from it because they realize like listen they've got privilege they realize in order to be an ally you might have to turn down a job you might have to speak up like listen purple pants posse this is what I'm saying in order to be an ally when you see something that's not right you gotta speak up sometimes speaking up don't do it sometimes you gotta take it to the next level and so I really applaud these actors that are actually realizing that you know what why am I playing a person of color when a person of color is not playing a person of color let that sink in okay just let it let it let it sink in and then another one of the people that have come out is actor Mike Henry okay now after 20 years the actor Mike Henry has decided to step away from the voicing black character Cleveland Brown from the Cleveland show and the family guy and he even says he hopes a person or he believes a person of color should play this role instead. Come on, Mike Henry. This is what I'm talking about, okay? Sometimes you can't just talk the talk. Sometimes you got to walk the walk. I applaud these TV shows. I applaud these actors for waking up and realizing that, hey, maybe we are a part of the problem. Hey, maybe we are a part of, like, you know, reinforcing the stereotype if we have a white guy playing a black guy. And again, it makes me think of, like, back in the day in television when they used to have white actors wear blackface. And think about how offended we get as a society now when people wear blackface even for if it's Halloween even it like you know back in 40 years ago then these photos come out and we're outraged and I think I really do think that in a couple of years we'll look back and be disgusted and like you know we'll look at some of these shows like oh my god how could we ever watch this show or how could we ever support it so I love to hear your thoughts on it Purple Pants Posse so make sure you tweet me send me a message or DM me because for real for real this is food for thought and when I saw it coming out I was thinking like wow and then when I started to reflect on it more and more I'm like wow Wow, that's crazy. Like, you know, it's just crazy, 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 which is why I had to put it on a Purple Pants podcast menu because I said, listen, I got to talk to my posse about this. All right, now let's keep this menu rolling. 
Next on the menu, I've got summer 2020 and COVID-19. Well, baby, get this. Nearly 30 states are reporting an increase in confirmed COVID-19 cases in the midst of reopening business and public facilities. In addition, 16 states are reporting an increase in hospitalization rates. So listen, what, what was I telling y'all when I was calling them governors out, okay? That reopening prematurely just so that we can get money back in our pockets may not be a good thing because listen like what and listen some experts say the behaviors and individuals as communities reopen is a major factor in whether COVID rates will continue to rise now I'm no doctor well wait 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 maybe on a purple pants podcast I might be Dr. Bryce Isaiah but listen we seen the trends in these other countries in the European countries in China and we see what happened like when they reopened and history shows us when we have these plagues and pandemics that like a second wave comes and unfortunately I feel like in the United States we've handled the COVID like response very poorly we relate to the jump and not only were we late to the jump but we were early to reopen and so this is all just concerning because obviously with it being summer in the United States people don't want to be inside and you know with Florida opening the beaches and thousands of people going to the beaches and now they're getting ready to close the beaches in Florida because of their they're seeing what's happening and it's just so disheartening and concerning because what do we do like and then you got these this controversy of people like I don't want to wear a mask it's it's my first amendment right I don't have to wear like it's just to me it's mind-boggling to those people that are saying like you don't want to wear a mask in public you know and it's again for me I always feel like the masks maybe don't stop you from getting it but if you have it the mask might stop you from spreading it and if that's the least we can do then we should be doing it and I had gotten to a conversation with a friend of mine over the weekend that was just like I'm never wearing a mask I think it's so stupid you guys look dumb and I'm just like I like it's not about that for me it's about I've got parents I've got you know friends with elderly parents with grandparents and it's like if we come in contact with it and we pass it to them like how will we feel like horrible and I, I really think it's about being a community a community a world community and we've got to protect each other and so to me it's no surprise that these COVID rates are going back up and which is why I've said I've canceled a lot of my summer plans technically all of my summer plans I'm not leaving the country I'm not you know leaving the state I'm trying to be responsible and even like you know my my trip this weekend like you know we drove up we had our mask and it, it just was it's just crazy and so I just wanted to put this on the menu Purple Pants Posse that like you know if you've got family members if you got people that are traveling going to the beaches in these large crowds like just tell them to rethink it and to try to be smart about it I know I know trust me I'm boiling up in my apartment I ain't put the air conditioner in and I want to be out I want to hang out I how I miss interactions of like going out wetting my whistle and just speaking to a a random stranger giving them a compliment or something but I think about like my mom I think about you know my friend's parents I think about other people besides myself that if I got sick or got sick because of me then I would feel horrible so I try to do my part I got my hand sanitizer everywhere I got my mask I'd be ready to go and so I just wanted to make sure I brought this to my purple pants posse let them know that these rates are going up especially with these states prematurely opening up and then you see these states that have been locked down and been staying locked down and we see their 
rates dropping. Like, yes, we know it's the summertime. We know a lot of states and a lot of businesses are failing. But listen, y'all, y'all, these big, the banks and the government bail these big businesses out. Okay. You look at these European countries that are getting two stimulus checks a month and we get a measly $1,200 and think that like, you know, I think about a single mom of four. What is $1,200? That's not two weeks. They can't pay their rent. They can't pay their food. And I just, it's just so crazy to me. Sometimes I feel like that, like in this country, they put money and profit before the well-being of the citizens. Though, like it, it, it's just so crazy to me. And again, why, why y'all thought I, I'm yelling at these governors? Like, what are y'all doing? And here we are. Here we are today with these the Rona, Miss Rona coming back stronger than ever. And it's like we're going to be on lockdown for longer. Which is why I've been trying to just stay my little butt in my community, my core little four friends that I've been hanging out with and really just trying to just enjoy the summer with activities like that. And so I encourage my Purple Pants posse, try to be smart. Try not to go around large crowds if you can. Stay with the core family people in your house that you've been hanging out with and really just try to like weather this. We in this together. We go together and we in this together. But I just felt important, important for me to put this on the menu this week. Now let's keep the man you rolling 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 next on the menu we got Bubba Wallace I talked about him a couple of weeks ago the NASCAR racer that you know took a stand and spoke up about the confederate flag NASCAR got behind him and said that they were going to ban the confederate flags from the arena and outside of the arenas at their races which you know your baby boy commended them I was so surprised that they would take that stand but you know really kind of like warmed my heart and you know after I talked about Bubba he really kind of became this national figure well baby Bay. Two weeks ago, he actually, in one of his garages, found a noose hanging in his garage. And again, he made national headlines with this noose. The FBI came in and investigated. And then the FBI reported that it wasn't a hate crime and said that the noose had possibly been there for four years or could have been there for up to four years. And the public quickly started criticizing Bubba, calling him a liar. They started calling him Jesse Smollett and all of these things. And I, to me, I'm just like, oh, wait, wait, what, wait, what? Like, what's happening? And Bubba quickly released a statement saying that despite what the FBI is saying, that, it, and then they were trying to say that it wasn't a news. It could have been like a hanging break, not a break or something tied from the garage. Like, no. And if you've seen the photos of it, it's a noose, okay? And so I, again, am putting my baby boy back up on the menu because I am very proud of how he has been handling himself and saying that despite what the FBI is saying, that it's not a hate crime and that the noose could have been up there for up to four years. He's like, what he is saying is that, okay, it's still a noose and someone still hung a noose in this garage. And let's talk about that. Like, that's still a problem. Like, nooses just don't be hanging around. And so I, re- regardless of whether or not when the noose was there, a noose was still there. And how inappropriate is that? And for me, I just thought the timing of it was weird that after he's come out, he's become this national figure, then all of a sudden he finds a noose. However, the FBI came in, reported that like, you know, through the evidence that they could find that the noose had been there. And so, but okay, whether or not it was there, whatever they placed it, somebody still placed the noose in a garage of a person that's NASCAR and 
like and they don't want to talk about that they just kind of like want to flash it under the rug and I'm like no it's still a noose still inappropriate and so again Bubba has been getting a whole bunch of, of backlash from again the NASCAR community basically them calling him a liar however again I have to champion 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 Bubba for rising above all of that you know and still standing on the platform that he still stands on and I just have to commend that because baby let me just tell y'all spicy Bricey would have been with them Twitter fingers cussing everybody everybody out like are you kidding me but you know Bubba took to the higher road and is still saying the same thing that he's been saying that black lives matter okay Let's go Bubba But I just wanted to give y'all an update I told y'all if I got any more news about Bubba I will put it back on the menu And so I just wanted to keep my word And just give you the information that I have been receiving Oh I said it's a I said it's I said it's a purple pants premonition What's up you guys Welcome back to Purple Pants Premonitions It's been a second boo It's your boy Gangsta Gurry Back 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 again with your quote unquote forecast I'll give it to you as like a little weatherman giving you a little forecast for the next three weeks. So by the time you guys should be hearing this, we should be getting right into the beginning of July. So I want you to think about how can I work my light? How can I be present throughout the month of July? What are some of the things that I need to kind of like have in my mindset? Where can I take this energy? How can I kind of like be responsible for myself? Because baby girl, we are in the midst of Mercury retrograde. And I know that you guys have probably heard about this because you know, everybody be capping on Instagram like, oh my God, we're in the middle of Mercury retrograde. Watch your technology. It's also important to make sure you're watching those emotions, how you're planning on showing those things, you know, showing those feelings, letting that energy rise and kind of being uh, conscious of how you are putting your energy into spaces or maybe receiving from others, right? So during the next couple of weeks, uh, the first thing that I want to speak to you guys about is the theme of growth and the theme of change. As we know, things are changing at a world level, at a global level. So that means obviously in your own house, in your own life, there are some things that are shifting as well. So how do you allow yourself to get closer to the quote-unquote light, the proverbial light in this very moment in time? And how are you allowing yourself to see how you have changed? What are some of the things that you have incorporated into your routines that work for you now, into your belief systems that work for you now, or maybe even thinking about some of the things that, you know, made you feel a little uncomfortable, made you feel a little like, "Uh, I'm not sure what's going on, but I know this is wrong and I want to make a change. This is the time for you to break the chains. Okay, so the two decks that I will be reading from today, um, as far as our forecast is concerned, to give you this advice, is the Work Your Light Oracle deck by uh, Rebecca Campbell, and then we have the Sacred Symbols Oracle deck by Marcella Kroll. So from the Work Your Light deck, we have Break the Chains and Pleiades, which is the representation to me of recognizing that you are here with another sense of energy, another sense of like your soul rising up, your spirit rising up, to know that it has more to do. It has something that it has to accomplish. Accomplish. And it's not just you, you know, trying to make your money go home, you know, or because you're already at home, let's be real about it. You know, trying to make your money at the crib and what have you. Like, it's all about like you are here for an additional purpose. If you have not started tapping into that purpose, it's time for you to go ahead and realize that it is that time to uplift yourself, uplift other people around you. And as you are learning things, how can you take ownership of what you're learning and passing it on to others? Positive and negative experiences, because you have to realize those negative experiences are what help shape you into becoming the person of your dreams, you know, that person you're always trying to draw into this reality. And the idea of breaking the chains comes from breaking those ancestral patterns, a lot of healing right now, and rewriting the future. So, of course, this comes right on time. We're in the middle of Miss Cancer season. I know that people like to talk about Miss Cancer season being an 
emotional wreck. You know, you may be feeling your tears and stuff like that. And that's okay. Remind yourself that as you are, you know, potentially crying or sharing space with others in a way that's very uncomfortable, but new for you, this gives you the opportunity to rewrite the future in the reality that you prefer. So, you know, if you have been feeling a little bit of like that closed offness with people around you, or you have been feeling like you want to take things to the next level as far as like a relationship is concerned, or take things to the next level as far as like, you know, your potential belief systems or your potential like, uh, you know, rationalizing certain things with yourself and wanting to do better with yourself and communities around you. What can you do in order to step into that? Um, And knowing that this is part of your lane, this is part of your growth process. A little bit more um, on Break the Chains. It says you're being called to heal your family line or free yourself from living the life of your ancestors. This could mean letting go of an old pattern of your maternal or paternal line. Healing trauma from the past that's not even yours or observing old ways of being that no longer serve you. And it's a reminder of how much, you know, emotional trauma, emotional uh, stresses that we can hang on to, especially when it comes to what we've grown up seeing. And sometimes we don't have the capacity to see like, this is what I'm supposed to be learning. And this isn't for me. This is something that my parents may have done. My grandparents may have done, but this stops here and taking ownership of whatever that means for you and, you know, your own specific life path and noticing that, you know, you cannot heal another person. Um, and knowing that, you know, your own healing can cause another person to choose to heal. So it's all about you taking the ownership and knowing that part of your mission in this lifetime, part of this mission while you are here doing this work, living this life is to make sure that you're uplifting yourself as well as uplifting others around you. So making sure that you are focused on the direction that you're going, not the direction that you have been. How do you do that? Focus, girl. Get that focus together, making sure that you are staying intentional about what you are working on, who you are spending time around, what you are choosing to, you know, allow to come into your spirit. If it's fucking with your spirit, so I don't know if I can say that on the air, if it's messing with your spirit, then it's all about you focusing on what are the things that have to be let go of. And sometimes those are the most difficult things to, you know, relinquish, to let go to the universe and just know that they're going to be taken care of. But haven't you seen that happen before? Aren't there so many things that you've worked on in the past that now you can reflect and be like, yo, like I did that. I made this happen. You know, I showed my ass and I made something change. Now it's the time for you to believe that you can do it with this more difficult situation that may arise. The other piece of advice is knowing that sometimes these things may come up in your intuition. Um, and sometimes you may be feeling this uh, need for moving, this need for shifting, this need for like transitioning from one space to the other. Sometimes it starts rising up in your body. It's like, I think of, you know, when uh, I'm seeing children, I'm like, oh my gosh, like kids are so cute. And then I'm like, girl, like kids are really cute but they're cute at their mama's house you know what I mean so it's like you start feeling those nudges that start rising up that are natural for you you may not know where it's directing you you may not know where it's leading you but it's time for you to focus on some of those things that are coming up for you that need to be reviewed Um, as we know we are going to be going into the next eclipse which is happening on July 4th of course it is you know (laughs) everything America it's happening on July 4th so expect some sort of I would say some sort of huge change around the way that you work, the way that you live. Maybe there may be a lot of people that are moving out there. I've been hearing that is like a major theme of this time right now. A lot of people are moving around to very different places. So what does that mean for you on a physical level? What does that mean for you on an emotional level? And how can you allow yourself to kind of just strap into the, you know, the passenger seat and let, you know, this ride kind of take you wherever it needs to. Rolling along with the roller coaster is really important right now and not trying to resist things. Allow things to come up, focus on what needs to be paid attention to and allow that 
intuition to lead you to the direction that you want to go. This is a time to not run away from the truth, okay? You cannot run away from the truth. You cannot run away from the things that you know need to be focused on in this very moment in time right now. So how can you allow yourself this space to be able to work on the things that are the most important for you in the month of July? This is also about your truth compared to other people's truth. And sometimes intuitively or in your gut, in your soul, you may be feeling like, oh, this person can do this. I can be doing this too. And then you feel a little bit of that tension. You feel a little bit of that tug of war back and forth. This is a time for you to really start questioning those things that do not feel appropriate, do not feel like you are, you know, in the lane or in the mindset that actually serves you overall and serves you the best. So what does that mean for you as you go through the next couple of weeks? Who is that that needs to be spoken to? What is that that needs to be kind of like shifted? I know for me, it's been a lot of like jobs shifting and a lot of like, where am I putting my energy? Where am I putting my time? And how am I allowing myself to just like be responsible for that? But as we are going through the month of July, especially for the first half of it, I want you guys to make sure that you are paying attention to what does not belong to you and how are you recognizing that you have changed and that's okay. If somebody is trying to make you feel bad about how far you've come, how you've changed, how things are different, you know, that gives you an opportunity to reflect on if that's something you really want to take on. And if that works for you as you are going through the rest of this year, is this month, is this time that really dictates the back half of the year for you guys. So how you going to act, what you going to do, what you need to release, make sure that by the time this eclipse comes up on July 4th, going into July 5th, that you have a very clear direction or very clear intentions that show and dictate where you are not going anymore and the direction which you see yourself headed. As always, this is your boy, Gangsta Gurry. Back, 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 back again. I want to thank Bryce so much and the Purple Pants Podcast for allowing me the opportunity to do this once again. Hope that this is exactly what you guys needed on today. You can find me over at Gangsta Gurry on Instagram, at Gangsta Gurry on Twitter. You can even sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com backslash Gangsta Gurry if you're interested. And you know I'm always here to help serve you and whatever way that I can. Giving it back to Bryce in the studio. It's a purple pants pick. It's a purple pants pick. If you hurry up quick, it's a purple pants pick. All right, we are on to one of my favorite segments of the Purple Pants Podcast, Purple Pants Picks. You pick, I say, each Saturday morning to my Instagram, Bryce Isaiah. I will post a photo of some purple jeans and I'll say, drop your topics for the Purple Pants Pick. And that's where you, the listener, get to pick the topic of what you want to hear your baby boy say. So listen, let's get into the first Purple Pants Pick. All right, so the first Purple Pants Pick this week is from Grace Schneider of Instagram. She would like to know some ways to help prevent burnout while being an activist. Such a good purple pants pick, Grace. I think that, and again, this advice for myself or, you know, purple pants pick for myself, I think that it's important for us to stay passionate about the cause in which we are fighting for. However, at the same time, we got to put energy into ourselves. We can't get too wrapped up in it where we kind of like forget about our own personal responsibility to ourselves. And that means sometimes taking a break. For me, I I can't watch the news. Like, you know, I might watch the news once a week because it's it's just too much. It's negativity and then I find it gets my spirit down. So for me, I got to protect my peace. And so I try to like, I I just small doses and I try to do things that 
I enjoy. I try to be around people that I enjoy and I try to uplift myself because in order for us to fight the good fight, okay, because let's be clear, this ain't a race, it's a marathon. And for the marathon, we need our energy. We need we need our mental health in the right space. We need our heart in the right space and we have to keep going. And so we have to keep pushing and keep talking and keep using our voices but at the same time we got to take care of ourselves we got to take care of our loved ones we got to take care of our community I think if you can find that balance of still getting your passion out of what you believe and that passion in yourself to care for yourself unapologetically then I think that you will be good and you won't burn out but it's important to check in with yourself because if you just keep going okay at some point in time that energizer bunny the batteries gonna get low so we we gotta take breaks we gotta give our time we gotta give ourselves time to breathe but that's a great one now what's the next purple pants pick the next purple pants pick is from e nikki b 24 she wants to know have you heard um the rumors of nini possibly being fired from real housewives of atlanta who e nikki b you know i always got my my ears to the streets when it comes to my housewives of atlanta so this is the time of year that actually atlanta starts filming you know the reunion was a couple of weeks ago and this is the time that the 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 company then the producing company sends their contract to the housewives that they want to extend their contract to. They start their negotiations. We saw very early on that Eva got ahead of the story where we heard that they were not going to be renewing Eva's contract. So she got her publicist, jumped right on it and said that she would not be returning. Now, then the rumor mill started turning that they were not going to be asking Nene back. I think the blogger B. Scott had dropped that T. So we was like, ooh. And then Nene posted to her Instagram I don't know if you've ever seen that like that emoji or that like meme of Nene where she's at the reunion in that blue dress and she's just like cracking up. So she posted that to her Instagram of that photo, something to the effect of that I am laughing. And then after that, the rumors came out that, you know, Nene was fired. Bravo quickly released a statement saying that Nene was not fired and that they are in negotiations. Now, mind you, if I'm if I hear negotiations, then that means they have offered Nene a contract and that they are working on it. But I don't know, because a couple of days after that, Nene had posted this cryptic message saying that, like, if you hear anything, you'll hear it from me first. So I don't know. But I, y'all know me. I love my Housewives of Atlanta and partly because I'm a Nene fan, although I don't always agree with Nene. I do always enjoy watching her and I would hate to see Nene go. I, I hate when Nene is at odds with the ladies, but I, I'm just a Nene fan and I probably am one of the, like one of the like fans on the housewife franchise that if Nene was not on Atlanta, then I probably would stop watching. Now that's just me. And I'm sure Jitsia would probably vehemently disagree with me. Did I say that word right? I hope I did. If not, I know y'all going to tweet me and let me know. But ooh, that was a good one. You know your baby boy. Stay up on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. See, what's the next Purple Pants pick? The next question, um, Brooklyn Zed's biggest fan from Instagram would like to know how do you cultivate and practice loving yourself, especially during these difficult times? Come on, Purple Pants Posse with the good Purple Pants pick. I think this is a great question. I think in order for us to cultivate a space where you can truly love yourself, you have to make it a habit to love yourself. And what I mean by that is showing yourself appreciation, doing things that you enjoy, doing things that make you happy. Despite the difficult time that we are facing in our world right now, you have to put yourself first. 
and you got to do it unapologetically. You have to make sure that you're a priority and you know, you, we do a million other things for other people, but we got to stop and do things for us. We have to cultivate a place that is a loving space for us. And you have to figure what that space looks like for you, making sure your friend circle supports you, making sure your family supports you. And if you know, you've got friends or family that don't support you, then you need to cut them out. You, you can't have them in your, your inner core alliance that you have to have to build you up. I've got great friends and family around me that support me and that anytime that I'm down, I know that I can lean on them. I know that I have a safe space to talk with or to talk to. I also try to go out of my way to do things for myself that uplift myself and despite of everything that's going on and I know it's hard, but we got to get into the habit. You know, if we want to work out and lose weight, we get into a habit of eating right. So if we want to love ourselves, we got to get in the habit of putting love into ourselves and not others and not worrying about what's going on in the world, worrying about what's going on in your home, what's going on in your heart. So that was a really good one. Yes. Come on. Come on. What's the next Purple Pants pick? The next question is from Miss Amy of Instagram. Uh, She writes um, about 4th of July. She would like to know if you have any plans. Hey, Miss Amy. Uh, Yeah. So first of all, I can't believe that 4th of July is here. And growing up when I was younger, my mom used to always say, once the 4th of July here, the summer over. And I'll always be like, girl, what you talking about? But the older and older I get, the more I feel like, darn it, Bart was right. That, you know, 4th of July here, next is going to be August. Next, you know, it's going to be September. But so I'm excited. And I've really been trying to just like, you know, take in the little stuff and enjoy my time. So, you know, my brother, Wendeezy, just moved into his new house. And so he wanted to do a little get together for uh, the 4th of July. So I am helping Wendell host at his new home a 4th of July little party of like maybe like six friends. And again, I know y'all be like, you just said on a menu, Bryce, with the COVID-19. Listen, this is the same six friends that I've been around for the last four months. So just another just extended gathering of our friends and just doing something fun, kind of sort of not really like a housewarming, but just breaking Wendell new house in with his friends and us. And like, you know, you know, baby boy has been working on the menu and I'm like, oh, I want this Wendell's like, no, we can't have that. I'm like, no, we gonna have this. So, you know, trying to figure out and working with Wendell with this menu and this decoration because he don't want your baby boy to be great. But don't worry, I'm going to sneak everything in. He said, no, I couldn't have. So that's my 4th of July. It's just to hang out with some close friends of mine and, you know, just wet my whistle and, you know, maybe watch a firework or two. All right. So what's the final purple pants pick? The last purple pants pick is from Papa Lauren. Uh, she's curious to learn the most beautiful place you've ever been to. Hey, Papa Lauren. Uh, so this is a hard one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've been to uh, some really beautiful places. I would probably have to say one of the most beautiful places I've ever had the experience of going to was last year. I went to Iceland for my birthday and we rented a car and we drove like almost around the whole country and just to see like that ice glaciers to see the animals on the side of the road to see Iceland and it's like frozen beauty for me was like so amazing and you know your baby boy had outfits for each destination so I was taking photos and stuff but yeah Iceland really kind of took my breath away I, I just was so shocked at just how beautiful it was but I also have to say Cuba was stunningly beautiful um, I also have to say the Philippines was stunningly beautiful I was in maybe two years ago I had went to Amsterdam and I always thought of like Amsterdam Dan is like, oh, marijuana is legal. But I, we took a road trip to the countryside of Amsterdam. And oh my God, simply, 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 simply breathtaking. And the daisies, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Well, all right. That's going to conclude this week's Purple Pants Picks. Make sure you guys watch my Instagram Saturday so you can get your Purple Pants Pick in for the next episode. It is time for advice. Give it to you, my price. It's time for. 
All right, everyone, welcome back to another edition of Advice with Bryce. We're going to get right into it. Hi, Bryce. For the last four years, I have struggled with epilepsy. After years of misdiagnoses, I was finally diagnosed with epilepsy in December 2019. Since then, I have been trying out a variety of medications, and my seizures are definitely getting less intense, but they sometimes still happen. I feel so helpless at times. Additionally, I cannot drive, so my family helps me out. However, I feel like I've lost a lot of independence. Do you have any advice? And once again, if you feel like you need advice with Bryce, please do not hesitate to reach out to the Purple Pants Podcast. You can contact Bryce at purplepantspodcast at gmail.com. All right. Thanks, Nasir. And I think this is a great advice question. Um, I think that it's important for you to be okay with with everything that's going on and sometimes we have to be okay with not being in control and I used to work with somebody that had a son that had epilepsy and for the longest time they struggled with exactly what you struggled with was they were misdiagnosed for so long and her son continued to have seizures and so finally when they got the diagnosis of epilepsy they were so happy that they finally knew what was going on because for the longest time they just felt like they had no control over what was going on to her son And I'm sure that you probably can attest to that. And so one, it is really great that they were able to diagnose it. And as you shared in your email, your this complication of medication, finding a medication that works and you seem to have medication that has the seizures down. And I think that it's important for you to like accept that this is your new normal and that it's something hard to accept because it's like we don't have control. And I feel like us as people, we always want control over something. And if we don't have control, control over something, then we we feel powerless. But I think that it's important for you to know that you're not alone. There are many people around the world that struggle with this. And I think that it's important for you to utilize your support system. And I know that you said you feel so helpless that you have lost your independence and your family helps you out. But I challenge you to, instead of looking at it half empty, look at it half full in the sense that you have family that is willing to support you. Because some people don't have family. And so I think that if you focus on the fact that, yes, I have my family that supports me, I think that you can get something out of that. And although you might be, you might feel like you're losing your independence, but there is so many other ways that you can gain your independence in your life. And I think that it's important for you to figure that out. I also know that there are a lot of support groups on Facebook and online uh, for people with epilepsy. And I think that it's important for you to be a part of that support system. And when I say representation matters yes it matters like you should speak and have an open dialogue with people that are familiar and that going through what you are going through because only you know your struggle and only someone else that is going through epilepsy can know that struggle and I think that if you could find a support group or one or two people that know what you're going through I think that you will be surprised in first of all the 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 val- validity that they could give to a lot of the emotions that you feel like it's just you and that no one else would know how you feel and I think that that could help you a lot and I think that it's important for you to again like you know you got to get accustomed to our new normal we can like think about what our life could have been in the past or we could be in the present and we can focus on how we can make our life a better day and every day that you don't have a seizure you need to celebrate that okay you listen you I I need for you to celebrate because we have to celebrate our victories in life how little or small they are because that does something to us that does something to your self-esteem that can boost you up so every day that you don't have a seizure yes okay yeah my bell ain't even trying to work my bell trying to hate yes we're going to celebrate that because 
Because you know what? If this is your new normal, then we need to figure out how best can we embrace it? How best? Because it's always going to be easier for us to be down on something, but it takes a strong person to want to conquer it and want to be positive even when we've only given negatives. That's the true sign of a survivor. And I know that you are a survivor because I can feel it in you. And I'm so honored that you would write in for my advice. That means the world to me. I truly hope that this helps. You know, baby boy, just trying to, you know, give you a little piece of my heart. Okay. And so don't forget, email me, DM me back and let me know if you think this helps. I'd love to chat with you more, but definitely celebrate the little victories and, you know, be happy that you have a family that you can lean on because there are plenty of people that don't have families that can't. And so I think if we choose to look at the glass half full, then baby, you will have a better outlook on things. And that's going to conclude this week's advice with Bryce. The following message is brought to you by Give me a B B Give me an A A Give me an R R Give me a B B B B B B B B Let me hear it B A R B Bar 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 B A R B Bar 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 Hi This is Miss Bart, and this week I'd like to share with you a few words that I read, written by Nikki Banus, which encouraged my heart so. Be a warrior, fight for what you believe in, and never, ever hold back. Fiercely go towards your dreams with boldness and lust. Hold your ground in the face of conflict. Knock barriers down with courage and grace. Do not give up when you find yourself face-to-face to an obstacle. Instead, continue forward with abandon. Keep the fire in your heart burning strong and do not ever let your flame fade away. Remind yourself that what you are fighting for is worth it. And remember that you will overcome everything that comes your way because my beautiful friend, you are a warrior. Love you. And that was my beautiful mother with Barb's message. Thanks, mommy. And if you guys felt something from that message, you know you got to tweet me or send me a message and let me know if you enjoyed it or you got something from it so I could screenshot it and send it to Miss Barb because she loves it. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the freak of the week? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that freaky, freaky freak? Who's the freak of the week? Might be me, might be you, might be All right, we are here for the Freak of the Week. And Big Bang, we got another double dipper. Okay, our baby boy who did the intro for me, Ben from season 40. Big Bang, he is up on the menu again for Freak of the Week. So y'all know how I do Purple Pants Posse. I'm just minding my business on the Instagram. And I'm just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I came across Ben's post that he posted. Oh my God, and let me read you the caption. Hopefully I don't laugh. Hold on. Where do sheep from Boston get haircuts? 
the Bob Shop. <laughs> Stay positive and kind. Okay. And baby boy posted this side profile photo with this curly hair and this beard looking popping. I said, ooh, baby, look at Ben looking like a zaddy. So I said, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. We gots to get Ben up on the freak of the week. Whoo, Chile, listen, okay. So y'all know what to do. Go to that photo, okay, and let him know he is the freak of the week, okay, in the bar. <laughs> okay, it's corny, but it's so funny. I can't, I can't, I can't. And you guys know how the freak of the week makes me feel. It makes me feel so happy and makes me feel sad because that means we're coming to the close of another amazing Purple Pants podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in with me and staying in with me. I appreciate it. And if you haven't already, I need you to go to that Apple podcast and subscribe, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars and tell a friend to tell a friend. Truly, Purple Pants Posse, thank you so much for allowing me to continue to be unapologetic about who I am and what I stand for. Okay, I cannot wait until next week when we can talk again. All right, because you know what? Because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. She's trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. She's trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants.